Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hey there, my name is Aaliyah Lovely and I am the host of a chart tapping podcast called Spiritual Shit. And I have a workshop available to you called Intro Into Your Intuition. It's a training course to teach you more about how intuition can work for you. We cover topics about how to deepen your intuition, how to learn more about truth, overcoming your fears, understanding your sensitivities, and how to connect with the universe. Most importantly, how to distinguish the difference between anxiety and intuition. This workshop is available for easy listening on thelovelyalia.com. And it is only $9.99, which is a very affordable price if you are not able to work with me one-on-one and want to gain insight into intuition through my personal teachings, all available to you right now. So please go over to thelovelyleah.com to get your own copy of Intro Into Intuition and get started with being able to connect to your side of the universe. Good morning, guys. Um... Maybe it's not morning for you, it's morning for me. Uh, Today, we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, For those of you who've listened to the show pretty um, consistently, normally I would do solo episodes by myself on Thursdays, and um, I wanted to start incorporating those on Mondays. Uh, That way, I'm not having to do two episodes a week, (laughs) but I think that this week has been really interesting, and there's been kind of something that's been bubbling up on my mind for some time. And I think that the, the, the main thing that I kind of want to talk about today and uh, hopefully is something that you're also relating to is kind of, um, I, I would say, perspective and the perspective of the lens in which we view the world and how we see things. And this morning I was on Instagram and typically I, I get on there and I look on like reels or something, things that are like funny uh, that uplift me in the mornings. And, uh, today I decided I was going to go through, you know, everybody's stories and I don't normally do that. And sorry, if you're a friend of mine and I don't watch a lot of your stories. Um, but I was just kind of watching the way in which everybody is presenting life at the moment. And just maybe, I don't know, maybe there was kind of some step in for myself that wanted to see what the collective was kind of going through right now. And I saw what I saw on both accounts uh, of my Instagram accounts was very interesting. Um, Some people, you know, out on vacation, some people visiting families, some people saying stay at home, some people saying masks are false, that COVID is false, some people suffering with uh, long COVID and not being able to get their lives back. Some people who haven't seen their families since the beginning of this, 
um, you know, some people who are against vaccines and the people that are for vaccines and the people who say the election is a fraud versus people who say that's impossible. You know, like there's, there's so much out there. And as an empath, that's not normally a road I would take because it kind of overwhelms me emotionally. Um, but today I decided I was going to lean into it because something that's been kind of on my heart lately is, is, you know, truth and perspective, right? And just kind of how dualistic we, we, not we, but like in general, I'm at least observing, uh, people need to live their lives because, um, there is so much information out there. And when we find something that resonates with us or, um, is close to our quote unquote side, we'll dig in a little bit more, um, than we would have normally, even if we don't agree with all aspects of it, we'll kind of choose a side. And what I'm observing and, you know, obviously my observation is purely my opinion, but, um, you know, everybody's got this lens, right? And if you're familiar with the phrase rose colored glasses, let's say, let's say that, right? Everybody's got their own color of glasses that they wear, that they see the world in. And what I've been learning is that for the most part, no one has an unbiased view of anything. Okay. Because we are all our own perspective and sliver of the universe experiencing itself. So there can be some truths that I know that I am like, I cannot absolutely see how anyone would see this differently. And the same for you, right? Um, let's use racism, for instance. Um, I, as some a person of color, I'm like, I cannot believe people think X, Y, Z and would treat people X, Y, Z. And then there are people on the other side who are like, this doesn't exist. This is a figment of the imagination. This is their own people keeping themselves down. And that is their truth. And, you know, while <laughs> there, there are a vast of many things that I don't agree with, and I do have strong opinions about certain things, I, I felt exhausted by what I was watching in front of me flash of every single different opinion and how people are willing to put other people on the cross for them. And while I understand because truth is important and justice is important and our human rights are important, um, I recognized or looked at like kind of the echo chamber in which we collect people to agree with our own opinion, myself included, you know, um, even those of you guys who write into the show, uh, are, are, are beautiful and lovely. And I, I love all the messages that I get, but I'm very careful to take all of the messages to heart about me being right about something, if that makes sense, because it would be very easy for me to see all of this, um, confirmation that I'm getting from other people and in turn, make it the stake that I claim that says, look, I'm right. And that would be very much the ego's uh, perspective in order to give myself some type of claim that this information is mine and I'm on the right side of things. Now, while I understand that, like, um, you know, it's, I mean, <laughs> in some aspects there, to me, I do believe in absolute truth, but 
there are aspects of my truth that resonate with some people and aspects of my truth that are absolutely not at all anywhere close to anything that they could ever believe. And, and I want to just bring understanding to that and compassion to that. Because what I am seeing and observing is how other people in their own echo chambers will follow people who agree with them and never entertain anybody who doesn't agree with them and then shame other people who don't agree with them and, you know, present all these, these, these causes and memes and, you know, vernacular and statistics and this and that, uh, to prove their side. And what I find difficult in that is that we have a hard time being able to listen to people that don't have the same opinion as us. And what, what I've been trying to do, especially lately is keep an open mind. Now, this doesn't mean that I will abandon my own truth, not at all. But if there's something that I can learn from someone else, if there's something you can learn from someone else, um, even if it's not something you agree with, it's, I believe it's beneficial information to some degree. And there are things that I watch all the time that I'm like, oh, that's absolutely idiotic. You know, I can't, I can't think of uh, a reason that that would be beneficial to me. However, if I can see another side that I believe isn't the truth and I can view those people, not from a stance of pity or not from a stance of stupidity or not from a stance of judgment, and I can lean into some sense of compassion, then maybe I can see some sliver of their perspective and thus then offer a more loving response. And while that's not necessarily all of our responsibilities, you know, maybe we didn't all come on earth to do that. Some of us came on here to give some very, very pointed opinions <laughs> and call people into very direct truth. But what I'm feeling lately is feeling overwhelmed by the amount of fighting and the amount of, I don't even want to say divisiveness because that word is often used when we don't want to look at um, the disparities that are existing in front of us. But the word I, I think I would rather use is polarity. You know, we're very polarizing towards each other and we post what we believe and we look at, look down on others who don't believe what we believe. And I guess I'm just wanting to bring attention to that, you know, one for my own sake, for my own accountability. Um, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I only speak about things I'm also guilty of, <laughs> so I'm not going to stand here on a high horse and act like I haven't done that before, but I'm growing too. And in this process of growth and trying to learn more about what it means to be a human, what it means to be a uh, part of humanity, I'm starting to observe that kind of principle that I've, I've maybe talked about before, but that everything is neutral. And in this process of everything being neutral and in this experience of what it means to be a human, and if there in fact is reincarnation and we're here to expand our soul, then my goodness, then it's beneficial for me to get all the information that I can. And it's not super personal then anymore when someone doesn't agree with me. I used to get really upset when I would find people that, um, you know, didn't, didn't agree with me in some kind of form. And I wouldn't say lately and lately it's just been like, whatever you believe what you don't believe. But, um, you know, specifically also when I was um, back in my religious days, it was, it would be so, 
upsetting and so personal uh, if someone didn't believe what I believed. And it felt, it, it made me in some ways have some egoic attachment to my own truth. Um, but in some ways to me, there is a sense of arrogance that comes with that, believing that everybody has to believe the same thing. And in some aspects, like, you know, thou shalt do no harm to another person. That kind of feels like an absolute truth to me. Um, you know, but that doesn't seem like absolute truth to everyone. And in some ways, it's just that that attachment, that personalness that we apply to our belief systems and our perspectives and the glasses that we wear. Um, to me, at this point in time, feels like it's no longer necessary to carry. And I've, I'm watching my friends online uh, say things that hurt my feelings because I have personal attachment to their truths and how their truths don't align with my truths and how that makes me feel like it's personal. Like, okay, you don't care about what hurts me. Um, and at the same time, having to have to release some of that attachment from, you know, their own lenses that they wear and how they see the world and how they see me. And what's interesting in that process, I wish I can give some examples, but you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to put anybody on the spot out here, but, um, you know, just watching them live out their own truth and seeing how it doesn't align with my truth doesn't necessarily mean that they are against me. Now, in some ways it absolutely can mean that, um, but not in all ways. And I decided that, you know, it's not up to me to decide. I'm going to let go of the obligation of feeling like I need to make sure or, you know, what someone else's intention of their own belief systems is towards me and how it affects me. And I don't know if that makes sense or not, but for me, releasing that attachment has done more for my own spirit, more for my own vibration of being able to not take it personal. And I think, um, is it Don Ruiz's book, The Four Agreements? I think it's Don Ruiz, um, where one of the agreements is to not take anything personal. And in this perspective shift of seeing and watching, you know, um, what is called quote unquote truth, I'm watching people get to the level of angry that they're, they're cutting people out of their life. And while I understand that to some degree, while I do think it's necessary to some degree because people who are quote unquote toxic or people who don't align with your vibration or people who, um, you know, cause you some kind of emotional angst in some kind of way and, and making separation between those is sometimes a healthy thing by creating boundaries. I think that lately we get some kind of kick out of it. And I say we, we look at other people and say, I know something you don't know. I've discovered this truth that you don't know. And in some ways, we think that our own specific truth can make us special in some kind of way. Maybe we don't think about it that way, but it's like, ah, ha, ha, I've discovered enlightenment, you know? And in that way, we, we make ourselves more important or held in a higher position than other people. Um, I, have, <laughs> I have a friend who I love very much, um, but he i he just gets off on being able to think that he has the counter culture perspective the counter um you know popular belief and 
um, he's discovered something, you know, my brother's like that too. Um, they've discovered something that, you know, like nobody else knows. And in a lot of ways that makes them smarter. (laughs) Um, you know, I'm not going along with what everybody else believes. And so it'll literally be just opposition to whatever the mainstream thing is. Um, and to me, (laughs) to me, it makes me giggle a little bit because it, in the, it's not about like the perspective they hold on their own, but their perspective being determined by what is unpopular and then them voting for that. It's kind of like choosing a side and maybe I'm judging them right now. <laughs> I can judge myself for judging them right now, but they're, what I noticed in, in this process is that us having our own truth is our own quantum reality that we're existing in this universe watching and while we're observing our own quantum reality in that process, um, it it is not our responsibility necessarily to change or convince the opinions of others. And I know that the, in, in a lot of ways that doesn't align with, like, for instance, activism, right? Because um, activism is important and it's important work in order to open up the minds of people who are um, you know, disenfranchising or oppressing other groups of people. And in that way, it seems very easy to see what the absolute truth is. But if that's not your, your mission put here on earth, because while I do believe there are some people that are meant, you know, to do that. Um, on the other hand, there are people who get inundated with, you know, whatever perspectives that they're not, aren't actually involved in any activism at all. Rather, um, it, they make it, they stake their own claim in their echo chamber and they live their life in a way that ends up being cut off from any other truth that could be available to them. And I guess maybe in that way, that's more of what I'm talking about. Like, for instance, um, myself, like I live in this very spiritual world and for the most part, and maybe about a couple of months ago, I took a step out. I was like, you know, I haven't been meditating. I haven't been doing my normal stuff. I haven't been playing with my crystals. I've been kind of like really very much in this, what they call 3D <laughs> world. And in some ways, um, you know, I, I felt like a sense of guilt. Um, you know, I'm not doing my practices and I'm not keeping up with the the perspectives I'm supposed to be having and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and judging myself for feeling like I've stepped out of my own truth. And in a weird way, at some point I was like, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I should have the freedom to be able to move and change and shift and blossom or take a rest if I need to. And that could be my truth right now. My truth could change. And because my truth could change, it, it doesn't mean that the other thing I believed was wrong. It just means that I've changed in some aspect. Now, I have no intentions of staying in this space. Um, I think I feel like just really needed a break. I've been really tired. But when I return back to those practices and things and things that make me happy again, um, it'll be my new truth. It'll be a new uh, unveiling as I process this journey of me expanding as a soul. And 
I think that when we bring that back to perspective and our lenses, like imagine how you used to think like 10 years ago and how you don't think like that at all anymore and how where you're at right now, you may be looking at someone else and being like, oh my God, they believe this and they believe that and they're such an idiot and they don't do this and they, they do that, you know, they voted for so-and-so and, you know, and you get so upset about where someone else is in their journey of truth and you make it personal and I hope that nobody's looking at my 17-year-old self and is like, yo, <laughs> Aaliyah, you're such a dumb fuck. And like, I can't believe you believe this at the time. I do that even to myself sometimes and go, wow, like, I'm really glad I'm not that girl anymore. But geez, you know, like, give us a break. Give everybody a break. Like, this has been such a hard year. This has been such a hard year. And if you're making it in some facet, like kudos to you, okay? Do we really need, in addition to that, having to battle everybody's mental, intellectual, and emotional choices? I don't think so. And even I'm I'm talking to myself too because there's there's a few people who I'm was we consider myself close to who I'm watching what it is that they're they're posting or saying or whatever. And it's just like, ugh, you know, it, it's, it's grating to me in some ways. And it's like, you know what? This is a part of their journey. This is a part of their, their new glasses. This is a part of their perspective. This is how they're coping. This is how they're dealing with this year. This is how they're dealing with themselves. This is how they're growing. And while I may not align with a lot of those beliefs or I feel like the the way in which they're communicating them is, is so abrupt and direct and abrash and um and it, and it, it's something that I I can't de- like deal with right now. Then I put up a boundary, you know. But I'm not going to excommunicate them out of my lives because they're not the same as me. And something I've always found important, and probably uh you know in this perspective of this podcast, I have people on all the time, and I ask them questions about their experiences because some of, some of them have experienced things that I've never experienced before. Some of them have perspectives I actually don't agree with. Um, the point is, is to to open up the freedom of information so you can make a decision for yourself. And as I'm learning more about myself and what it is I want to believe and how I want to move through the world, that is also changing. And what you've seen probably amongst most of your friends this year, family even, is is that ex- exact thing. It's how they're shifting through their journey, through their growth process or through their coping process or through their depression process, whatever it looks like. And for some people, they need to hold on to something so hard just so they can have some shred of stability in their life, some shred of security, some shred of what they consider truth, even if it's the most asinine thing you've ever heard. And I feel like in this way, this is where we offer people grace and offer them compassion. You know, no one is going to have the same, exactly the same perspective as you. And while it's amazing to meet people who align with you and who resonate with you and believe what you believe, it's also incredible to meet other people who have experiences you have no connection to. And in those experiences, you can learn from their perspective. You don't have to believe what they believe. You don't have to adopt it. No one's saying that. But you can 
allow your mind to see someone else's perspective. I won't even say like you have to open your mind, like you need to believe something that's completely ridiculous. Um, what I would say ridiculous or what you would interpret as ridiculous. Okay. Um, but you can allow yourself to see the world from someone else's eyes. And in this way, I believe in this way, you have an opportunity to grow. And even like, for instance, there are some people who do some, um, you know, in the world will, you know, consider things that, that are horrible, horrific. And while it's easy to judge those people for what they've done and the atrocities that they've caused, um, in some ways, let me speak for myself. In some ways, um, I'll watch a documentary or I'll watch something and it's like, I can't fathom how someone could do something like that because I'm not that kind of person. And me opening my mind to their story doesn't mean that I'm going to believe what they believe or agree with what they've done. But what another human has experienced in their life that caused them to do those things? Like what is happening in their brain? What misfirings or trauma or um, you know, the way conditioning that they've experienced has caused them to cause such atrocities. And in that way, I'm able to see or try to see the human. Try, you know, to see the human. And sometimes I won't succeed, right? Sometimes you won't succeed. And sometimes we don't believe that those people deserve for us to succeed, right? They don't deserve any compassion. But in a lot of ways, I do feel on a deeper spiritual level that um, we are all one from the most devastating, disgusting human being we can think of to the, the most pious, enlightened one that we can think of. In all of this, we are all still connected. We're all still humanity. We're all still made up of the same matter. We're all still still connected in some form. And so even the person that you can identify with the least in some ways has the same fears as you still needs to eat food like you do still will die of a stab wound like you would there are a lot more things that we have in common uh, than we have different and while there <laughs> I'm working on this myself because there are definitely uh, people in my life that I'm like I don't want nothing to do with you um, I'm trying to lean into a perspective that spiritually for me makes more sense. Now this, you could look at this and go, absolutely not, Aaliyah, you're hooey. <laughs> and that's okay. You know, like hold that perspective if that's how you feel. Um, but I just invite you to give yourself an opportunity to say, okay, in all of the angst that I've been feeling lately, can I, can I, not make this so personal about someone else's beliefs and where they've come from and what they believe and you know how they believe even if i don't agree with it even if their beliefs hurt me can i offer myself a perspective that lets me release the obligation of feeling a certain type of way about them can i do myself that favor like for myself, for instance, um, racism seems like the easiest one to talk about, but, um, people who hold beliefs that, that hurt me, harm me in some kind of way, I'm not giving those people a pardon of their behavior, but in some ways, 
if I can offer myself an opportunity to see them as human and see all of us as flawed and see all of us as connected, then I won't necessarily need to hold the perspective that it's super personal against me and I can let go of some of that anger. And I can look at someone with empathy and compassion and while I will not agree with them, <laughs> I can I can step back and give do myself the favor of not carrying that load for them. Everybody's fighting their own battle and what they decide to hold on to is going to be a part, part and process of of their own reflection of their life's story. And um, you don't have to believe what I believe, but in this process of what belief looks like, for me, I believe we do a life review after, I mean, uh, after we die, if there is anything after this. And those people will, in some way, because people are looking for justice, right, will pay for their behaviors and the way in which they, they've proceeded. That's at least what I think. I don't believe in hell or anything like that, but like we will be able to learn from our, our life that we've lived here. And it to me is not my responsibility to make sure that they pay for those things. It is not my responsibility to make sure to get up in the comment section and tell people what I think. It's not my responsibility to get in there and, you know, try, try to convince or move someone based on what I think. And I said that before, but I just feel like that's important to say because everybody's got their own perspective. And while I know for sure there are some of them that are completely wrong, and I say that from my own like bias, at some point, when do I stop carrying the burden of someone else's beliefs? You know? When do I stop getting angry at watching someone's Instagram story for their choices and their memes? <laughs> and when can I allow myself to be, place myself in a space of neutrality that says, that is not mine to carry? You know, I don't agree with you, but I don't, I'm not going to make that mean that you're less human than I am. I'm not going to make that mean that I'm smarter than you are. I'm not going to make that mean that I'm more enlightened than you are. And I'm not going to, I don't want to be one of those people who, um, you know, it's like, oh, I'm awakened and they're not, they're asleep. And I may have been that in the past. There may be podcasts on here that I've done that. I'm not sure. But what I, what I really think is that if we, if, if someone is truly awakened, then you would know how to wake somebody else up. And if we don't know how to wake someone else up, then we aren't ourselves truly awakened. But it, it feels more comfortable for us to believe that we know more than someone else does. And in my own personal opinion, I do think that we've all had our different experiences from lifetimes and lifetimes and eons of whatever matter that we've acquired in our, in our veins. But, you know, with all the information that we have right now, and all the misinformation that we have, or what's said to be misinformation, it is all a shift in perspective from one person to another. So what is truth? Right? What is truth? You know, the people who are, um, the people who are uh, what we would consider evil, <laughs> they, in some weird way, may think that they're doing what's best, what they, they think what's best for humanity. 
it's not often that they're coming from this position of like, I am the malevolent villain and I can't wait to downtear the rest of the world. In fact, they may believe that they're the hero. They may believe, in fact, that they're trying to save millions of people in some kind of way or save the earth or the planet or, you know, who knows. But often when we look at archetypes in movies, they present the villain as someone who is maniacal and purposefully evil in some kind of way. While there are people out there that are like that, it is not, it's not typical. Most people who are quote unquote doing some type of evil, if you will, think that they're doing some type of good, even if it's just for themselves. And I think that's a hard concept to like chew on, even for myself. But we ultimately all want to be the hero. We want to go out and save the world. And we want people to know what we think. And in a lot of ways, even myself, I'm thinking, you know, like what, what is so important about what it is that I have to say? Why, why is it important that anyone want, needs to know what I think? They don't. Um, but here I am <laughs> telling you what I think. Um, anyway, I just feel like right now, as we move into this new year, round two, <laughs> um, to offer not just other people, but yourself more grace in your perspective. I do believe those of you who listen to the show are looking for some sense of truth and some sense of, you know, stability in, in a world that feels really uncertain. And I just want, for, you know, to first say that, like, I don't know anything but what it is that I'm learning or trying to learn from or trying to expand in, um, especially today, is understanding that, you know, while I, I do believe that there are some things that are absolute truth, for the most part, the things that we're observing on a day-to-day basis is merely a sliver, a glass, a set of colored glasses that we're looking through that is in our own perspective, it is in our own thought patterns, in our own belief systems, in our own upbringing, in our own trauma that we form these ideas. And, you know, an idea is an important thing. And um, if anybody's watched Inception, you know, it's an incredibly important thing. And people will hold tight to it like it's their very lifeline. And that's why it feels so personal when someone doesn't believe us or believe our truth, believe our experiences. And that's why it's so painful. So please hear me when I say I'm not negating that, right? I'm not negating that when someone negates your truth, how incredibly painful that can be. And how sometimes in some ways it radicalizes us towards whatever it is that our truth is because we, we, we dig in our heels even deeper to what that truth is. I know that from experience, someone telling me something didn't happen to me, or was it that it happened that way? And me having to dig in even more to prove what it is that I believe to that other person. But what if I didn't feel like that was my obligation to prove to them what it is that I believed in the first place? I mean, what if that wasn't my, my problem? Like, oh, you don't believe what happened to me and that it's real? Okay. I, I, do I need to spend extra energy of giving you statistics and showing you what's what's happened here and proof and, you know, whatever, so I can feel validated? No, because my experience happens. I believe that it was true. But my ego wants you to believe it. 
my, my, my body says, you, you need to know what my truth is. You have to know, you have to understand, you need to see my perspective. And if they can't, oh my goodness, you are dead to me. And I think that that's kind of what I'm talking about. If I don't need to invest energy in what you think about me, then I'm free. Because it's none of my business what you think about me. It's none of my business what you think about my beliefs. It's none of my business what you think about my experiences. I don't need to care about that. Now, when your beliefs are harming other people, yeah, that's usually when people want to get involved. But for the most part, I'm, I'm kind of more talking about the more idiosyncratic syncretic things um, that aren't necessarily, um, you know, hurting and harming people. But for the most part, what we've been observing is the polarity, pol- not polarity, polarization of what we consider truth, which is more than enough of just watching people parade their opinions as truth. So that's kind of what's on my heart. Like, and I don't know if I even made a point there. I just, <laughs> I think I, I just have been in this space of feeling like it's, it feels so heavy right now. Um, when we connect with other people, when we try to connect with other people about what it is we're supposed to do, should we wear a mask or shouldn't we wear a mask? I'm in the camp of wearing masks. That's just my thought. Um, you know, should we stay at home or should we not stay at home? You know, should, should we vote for this or should, you know, not or like, are these, these votes tabulated? Are they not, you know, like, and everybody going at it and deciding that they know the absolute truth with, you know, just other stats that they wrote from, read from somebody else, other sources they read from someone else. And their truth is based on the opinions of someone else. And that's their proof. And in a lot of ways to me, I guess, you know, me forming an opinion, an informed opinion, a critical thought pattern opinion is still based off of the opinions and findings of others. That's, that's what you're doing, right? Like, I mean, whatever you, you find online, you found someone who agreed with you and you made that your truth. <laughs> so in a lot of ways, like, um, you know, unless it can be proved over and over again, then for the most part, it's opinion. And we are, we are slaying people for that and asking them in return that you have to be perfect. You have to be unfailing. And while we expect that from other people, we believe that we are beyond reproach as well. And so we become defensive and we become debative and we become in a space where we hold our beliefs up as a shield instead of opening your hearts with compassion and opening and saying, Hey, like, let's have a discussion. Let's have a a trading and exchange of ideas. Let's come together and break bread and be with each other and learn about each other without feeling threatened by what we believe in the world. And in some ways, I don't, I don't know if this message resonates at all to anyone else. Ultimately, I guess it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> um, but what's in my opinion, most important, and I said opinion on purpose, 
So you can take it or leave it. But I think that if we can take the personalness out of what someone else's truth is and give ourselves an opportunity, I say opportunity, it's not, not a requirement, but an opportunity to see the world from someone else's perspective. While we don't have to adhere to it and or adopt it, we can just allow ourselves to see it. And maybe in that way, it'll bring us closer together. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but I hope that my rambling in some way um, helps you out. I think that it's just something I've been struggling, not struggling with, but just like really chewing on lately and feeling like, damn, you know, if if this is not my only life here, this is not super personal. I'm not going to sit here and fight with somebody online about, you know, what they think is the right thing or not. And because in a lot of ways I do, I do care, but it's not my responsibility. And if my responsibility for my own personal mission is to be here to spread love and help ways in which people, um, or help people to see ways in which we can connect more and find more love and compassion in the world, then, you know, so be it. That's what I'll do. Um, but ultimately like that maybe only be my purpose. Maybe that's not your purpose. Maybe your purpose is to get online and fight with people and, and convince them in some kind of way. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm just trying to think of like, what's the most productive use of my energy and how can I allow myself to be in a space of neutrality to let go of what others want to keep and hold on to um, that drains their own energy in that process? Oh, okay, that's all I've got for you guys today. Um, we will do a weekly wisdom card and I'll do it right now. Let's see what we draw here. I got this new deck that I'm like really jazzed about that I've been learning and unfortunately, you can't see how pretty it is. <laughs> okay. The card that I pulled is the Weaver. And instead of just interpreting it, I think I want to read it directly from the book. Just to see if the universe is like really speaking um, to us in the pattern of what we were talking about today. I like to see if the cards line up with what it is that we're kind of like dealing with in that day. All right, so it says, The weaver is the master of their destiny. This deck is named the threads of fate because each one of us has thousands of threads that, when combined, weave the fabric of our life. We can braid, nurture, or sever any strand at any time, and doing so, that makes us the weaver. This card urges you to take inventory of all the threads active within your life at the moment. What needs to happen moving forward? Which ones need to grow stronger? Which ones need to be cut? What actions can you take to tend to the threads of your fate? And I find that incredibly fitting for what it is that we're talking about today. Because it is is kind of making that assessment of like what it is are, are we going to hold on to and make personal and fight with? And what are we going to nurture and braid in for uh, the fabric of our life? I feel like it's fitting to say cotton, the fabric of our life. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys have an incredible week and I hope that you all are in a space right now where you're safe and where you're feeling nurtured in some kind of way. If that, um, 
that you have, you know, people around you in your life that are, are supporting you or lifting you up. And if you are going through a hard time, that you're having compassion for yourself through this time. Um, my heart goes out to every one of you who is listening today. And I want to just send the most amount of love that's possible um, to get through the rest of this year. So thank you all so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.